Hello and welcome to the Campaign Podcast. I'm Imogen Watson, Work and Inspiration Editor at Campaign. Today, Lawrence Simon, VML YNR's CCO and AMV BBDO's Joint CCO, Nicholas Hulley, will review some of the latest ads. But first, we'll start by discussing some of the latest news with campaign reporter Shauna Lewis. Welcome. How are you getting on? I'm good, thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. So obviously, we're recording this just after the Hollybobs, Bank, for the Corrybobs. Bank Corrybobs. Or yeah. Coronation. The Coronation. There's some of people... Someone also did Chazzle Dazzle, which I, I quite like. Okay, I'm learning a lot here. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, very British of us. Yeah. It's like when the platy jubes happened. I've never felt more love of Huns. <laughs> I really love it. Um, but obviously it's a big event in the UK calendar ahead of Saturday before before the big coronation. A number of brands and agencies rallied behind it. So um, was there any that caught your eye? Was there any that you were particularly fond of? Yeah, I think there were. Um, I think I preferred the ones that maybe didn't take it too seriously, yeah. um, that maybe like, weren't as sincere. Mm. Um, I mean, you've just heard us going about the curry <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, that is our taste. <laughs> um, I think, um, just because I think also the kind of like, I'm not saying that in 10 years anyone's going to be looking back and being like, what did that brand do mm. <laughs> for, for the curry Yeah, But I think... Coronene. <laughs> they kind of like last a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, so like Wonderman Thompson for like Kit Kat did Thanks for the Extra Breaks there, mm-hmm. which I thought, I know it's like quite simple, but I thought it was quite good because it's not like everyone can agree that the extra yeah. day off was really lovely. Exactly. When we're a divided country, the one thing we can agree on is yeah. bank holidays equals good. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like, you know, the monarchy is a little bit more divisive. Mm-hmm. Um like, yeah, like, you know, the amount of times my mum mentioned Megan over the weekend. Oh, did she? Like, yeah, it was, it was a topic. Um, like, she wasn't even there. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, that's something that everyone can agree on. So I thought that was quite clever, like, a fun mm-hmm. way to do it. And the way that they keep sort of doing something around this break, they had one this week that we'll talk about later, but yeah. it's cool that they can keep coming up with new inventive ways of breaking yeah. up the line. It's kind of like, it's just clever. It's kind of like mm-hmm. they're in between. It's like, you're not, no one's going to catch us mm-hmm. out. <laughs> Smart. Um, and then the other one that I liked was again like not a serious a little one. giggle there. Which one is um, it? <laughs> wait, this sort of feels like I'm swearing in front of my mum, but I'm it's like um, it was by sextoys.co.uk and it was long live the fucking. Well, you know, spelt. You can imagine how it's spelt. Yeah. Um, but I thought there's no you. <laughs> there's yeah. There's uh, there's a little little asterisk. There's no you in fucking. You know. <laughs> um, and I thought that was quite a fun one as well. because. Mm. Um, they just kind of made it about themselves and I'd, again wasn't very serious i'd love to know the meetings like yeah. the brand meetings where they're like right guys coronation's coming up how are we gonna respond can you imagine that yeah it would be a very serious meeting can you imagine yeah. the front line you like it what are we gonna do for the coronene yeah <laughs> exactly um but yeah no i think yeah were there any that you you enjoyed so the one i really enjoyed wasn't actually an ad it turns out um it was one for Guinness um, that sort of did the rounds. Um, and essentially it was everyone who drinks Guinness knows that it's better if left to to wallow in its own beer. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously you have to leave it and sit for a bit. And it was a very simple design. And it was essentially the crown of the Guinness. is like, There's a crown, the top fluffy bit. Um, and it says, good comes to those that wait. 
um good to comes to those who wait yeah yeah good yeah. things <laughs> yeah well i'm sure he had a couple of guinnesses after it but you know he's been waiting 70 years so yeah. this uh but like yeah sorry um, <laughs> no, no 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 it's just been it's like a bit of a, it's a long time it's, to wait it's a long it? time to wait for a job i'll be retired by then hopefully yeah. probably not actually um but yeah you know um it wouldn't come from an irish brand i don't think uh it would be an interesting one to do so sadly that wasn't true um clever though clever whoever came up with that props yeah yeah i feel like we should give them a shout out in other news we recently revealed campaign's best places to work for 2023 the full ranked list of 100 top employers across uk agencies ad tech marketing and media companies were unveiled at an event in london sponsored by connor broadley benefits consulting and on the campaign website right now we have some of in-depth analysis to understand how companies want to place on the list Companies taking part were assessed by an independent research organisation which surveys not just employers, but their employees too. Campaign has analysed these survey results and found some interesting results according to company size. Shauna, can you give us some examples? Um, So, for example, um, at the best kind of large companies, Mm -hmm. which is those with 150 or more people, Mm -hmm. um, 78% of employees agreed that there were there are like enough staff like mm-hmm. adequate staffing levels kind of thing um but then at large companies who like kind of didn't make the list that drops to 61 percent. yes it's quite a drop yeah so it's quite a big drop but then when you measure that against boutique companies so the little ones mm-hmm. um that are like 15 to 24 staff 92 percent of the employees at the best companies said they were satisfied with the benefit scheme and offer mm-hmm. but then that goes down to 73 percent that did not win a place on mm. the list. So that's on average. So the smaller companies are in there. The ones that aren't on the list are in the same bracket as the larger companies. Does mm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. They're like larger companies that were on the list. Mm. Um, so it just kind of shows that smaller companies equals better staff satisfaction. What you want to do with that information is completely up to you. Maybe, yeah, thank maybe you. you. Maybe you want to join a smaller company. Yeah, um, who knows? It's just they in- sound nice. Yeah, <laughs> but this is an interesting kind of correlation. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for working that out because uh, uh, <laughs> me and Charlotte like to say we're word gals. We're so gals. numbers. I'm not a words gal either. I'm just the, <laughs> you I'm sound just, like one. I'm, just, so. I'm not a numbers gal either. I'm <laughs> yeah. just a letter of two. I'm just a gal. <laughs> just a gal. Standing in front of <laughs> what me and Charlotte would say is that I'm the lesser of two evils when it comes to like the numbers stories. <laughs> I like it. Um, but also, um, I spoke earlier about that, but these analysis pieces that we've got on on campaign. So after examining what makes employers happy at these winning companies, um, campaign looked at the policies top employers have put in place. Um, obviously, the full analysis of the survey responses are on the website. Could you give us a whistle stop tour on how employers are giving staff what they need? So yeah, from the article we did, it showed that you know, you don't need to offer everything all at once. Mm-hmm. You kind of need to assess first, like what your employees need, like see what's best for your company. Mm-hmm. Don't thrust everything on them. But also like, I think like diversity training, it gives these kind of like smaller businesses, like a, mm-hmm. more of an edge. I think quite, we talked quiet storm and that it's kind of like baked into their mm-hmm. structure, mm-hmm. which I think just from like other articles we've done, like we know there's a big issue with people of colour and like women like progressing past like entry level like mm-hmm. there's a big drop-off point like mm. when you get to that middle management and there's discussion of course about the fact that diversity training might be on like might, people might be cutting it when they're cutting costs as well yeah so a good reminder to not do that yeah but like if it's baked into your structure like it's going to be an environment where everyone feels welcome everyone can mm. progress so of course that's going to you know increase your 
staff satisfaction. Mm -hmm. um, but then also one that I thought was interesting was financial training being offered to um, younger members of staff. So um, just to, like how to do how to your... manage your finances. Yeah, that'd be which... good to know. <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, hey, market. <laughs> um, that'd be really good. Yeah. Um, which I think you know. But it also asking says asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do I do with my money? Yeah. It can be like helpful for younger people, especially like in London. Like this is an expensive city. Mm. Um, so that's something that you know um, staff have Tell really. Me something I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> staff have really appreciated. Mm. Um, but then also sort of like kind of you know curbing overtime, mm -hmm. health screenings. Mm. I know advertising is obviously being quite notorious for overtime and people working yeah on their hours so it's good to highlight as that as well yeah 100 so yeah those are kind of the things that you know yeah. make an agency stick out exactly. in terms of like you know offering their employees mm. better benefits and as we say there's full analysis on the campaign website but that's all we've got time for today on terms of news so thank you shauna thank you for having me on to the final part of this podcast, I'd like to introduce Lawrence Simon, Chief Creative Officer at VML YNR and AMV BBDO's Joint CCO, Nick Halley. Welcome. Good afternoon. Hello. This is a segment where we're going to be talking about some recent ads. Um, so first up, we're going to talk about the personal care brand Harry's Feel Good Fellas by The Or. Set in an alluring beige office space, a business leader's world becomes transformed by his younger colleague and his perfect Satsuma appeal. Recounting the event, anyone who will listen to it, it becomes clear that the Setsuma Peeler is confident because of his well-shaved face. It was created by Tom Snell, Dylan Hartigan, Amy Fassi and Jacob Hellstrom and directed by Max Sherman through some such. Let's have a listen. Sorry, George. I'll have to take a... Hey. Uh, sorry. Keep going. And he just peeled it in one. No breakages. It was like he knew the Satsuma intimately. Such dexterity, such precision. The rhyme was a completely consistent whip throughout. And the pithy bit, clean off. Clean off. Clean off. A Satsuma, not a tangerine. It's just remarkable what the hand can do, isn't it? Harry's. Feel good, fellas. What did you guys think? Were you were, you, were either of you fans of it? Well, I think you've confused me even more with that plot summary. I may have missed the part that his confidence at Satsuma peeling was due to the... I think that's how I read it. So I, I, apologies if that's not actually true. Oh, no, but I think it's a good point because yeah. I, I, I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was very amusing. I... Um, I personally think life's too short to set ads in office in offices, so we always try and not be set there. But having said that, funny uh, the the escalation of the of the buses, mm -hmm. the efficiency of the Satsuma peeling was very amusing. But I thought it was driving towards a kind of an analogy of the effortlessness of extracting mm. the Satsuma in one go with the with the razor, which confused me as well because then I started. Highly enjoyable, but it, it I, I I did ponder it more than I probably wanted to. Yeah, I worry it's gone over my head. <laughs> I, 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 I tend to agree because um, I, I was quite transfixed by it because mm. I, I really love the cinematography, the editing. I think you can tell that the uh, I mean the performance from the director was pretty pretty stellar. 
Mm. Um, you could sense that every pixel was crafted and there was the right nuances in the right places. This almost made me think of a, a Kubrick's Barrel Linden at some point, mm. but I, I totally agree with Nick. Mm-hmm. So I, I got lost at the end because uh, you've got three sentences. What appeal, mm-hmm. what a shave and feel good. And if you need three sentences to explain your idea, that's not a good sign. Do you think it sort of gets around, you know, with shaving categories, um, do you think it gets around that sort of category that we've seen so many times before in terms of, of men shaving and, you know, modern masculinity? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that that, that is a, that's a, that's a big strength. It's mm-hmm. not, a, not a conventional um, ad or it's not a conventional take on it. So I... I, I admire that and i and and it's got an opinion and it's try as uh, uh, it's trying to do something so i think mm. that's great mm. definitely definitely the one, one of the hardest things to do creatively is to is when you launch a platform right mm. it's the first creative step where you're having to build a world and build a tone um and considering that's the first tab, I think that's a, that's a really decent go at it because you can feel you can feel the world and you can feel the tone. Mm. Um, and then going forward, it's only going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Mm. And they managed to make beige quite captivating, which I found quite impressive. I don't know, the whole thing was very alluringly beige, and I, I loved it for that. <laughs> um, next up, we have Like Brands by McCann Manchester, um, which saw Aldi poke fun at Marks and Spencers. The film shows a group of caterpillars, including Aldi's Cuthbert, Morrison's Morris, Wiggles from Sainsbury's, at a party tasting various caterpillar cakes from different supermarkets. Each express their love for the caterpillar cakes as prices appear on screen. Um, but the atmosphere soon turns sour as Colin turns up to intimidate Cuthbert. It was directed by Juliet May through Merriman. Let's have a listen. We like this chocolate caterpillar cake, don't we, Wiggles? We do, Cuthbert. We do. And we like this one, don't we, Morris? Oh, yes, Cuthbert. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Look who's here. He's coming over. All right, Cuthbert. Colin. Cake, anyone? Man, the cake! Man, the cake! Get off me! Now, obviously, the ad references this copyright dispute between the two supermarkets that took place last year between M&S and Aldi, with M&S accusing uh, Aldi of copying their caterpillar. Um, do you think this was a, a fair response? Yeah, it's funny. It's really funny. I think, <laughs> again, it's, to, to me, that's a sign of a, a brand that's just comfortable in their own skin and their own shoes. Mm. You know, they know their world, they know their tone. They know their audiences and what's going to trigger them. The, uh, I mean, the the, the the old campaign, you know, like brands only cheaper, is just one of the best campaign ever. I mean, I just absolutely mm-hmm. love that construct and that it's just so fitting of Aldi. The um, uh, and then this execution is another funny execution in the line of already very hilarious execution that we've seen in mm-hmm. the past ten or fifteen years, right? Yeah, I like that they're having a, a gentle pop or gentle dig, you know, at M&S. The, uh, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a case of, um, what's the expression, of a revenge is best served cold, you know, in the show, <laughs> literally. Uh, it's, quite, it's quite funny like that. The, um, uh, yeah, I re- really enjoyed it. Uh, the sign of a brand that knows who they are and an agency that understands the brand that they're working on. Um, you know, it's not it's not the first time that they're making a, a bit of a splash. It's like the uh, 
I still remember, I think it's a year ago or, or 15, 15 months ago when they, when they were actually taken to court by, uh, by mm-hmm. MNS. That at the time they tweeted, this is not just any court case. This is hashtag. And it's, uh, yeah, it's funny. It's good. Mm-hmm. Nick, do you agree? Uh, 100%. I love, um, I love this work. I love the that whole the back and forward the, the Twitter war with with um, Colin and and Cuthbert mm-hmm. it was one of those campaigns that that burst out of its bubble and got into you know people out in the in the world were engaged with it. I, I completely agree that they it's a brand that knows what it's doing. I, the humor is accessible, but it's got a point of view, and I think there's a subversion there that is just the right side of being popular and and the ad itself is a it's, it's very dense there's a price comparison there's a you know there's, it's a hard working ad you know for the for the cake does its comparison it's cheeky the way it's um like like MS just cheaper it's funny um there's fan service to the whole court case mm-hmm. A very ambitious and but very successful campaign, and just adds to. Uh, I agree, uh, one of the most successful campaigns there is. Yeah, what's funny is obviously it went a bit viral on TikTok, and a lot of people were responding, saying actually going in Marks and Spencer's favour in a way, and saying I'd rather spend the eight pounds. Um, and have Colin than the four. So it's kind of one of those ones where I think it's, it's they probably didn't intend that reaction to happen, but it's brilliant for M&S on the same side. It also shows you can have a lot more fun when you're the challenger brand. It made me think of um, Burger King and McDonald's. Um, when you're the when you're the one that's at the, at the top, um, you don't get to have as much fun as the others. True, I, I agree. But I, I, it's the quality of their um, gentle subversions that elevates it. Um, mm. They're having fun, but they... They, they're clever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Last up, we have Kit Kat, Have A, by Wonderman Thompson UK. Um, the campaign invites people to have a break, have a Kit Kat, uh, while only using the first two words of their brand tagline. The Out of Home campaign plays on people's familiarity with the famous line, filling in the missing letters. The ad was created by Kel, Lunan, Cohen and Chris Jones. What do you guys think? I, I, well, I think it's a, I think it's a, I think it's one of those. It's a brand flex, right? It's saying you can you're going to know what this ad is without giving you a logo, without completing a um, payoff line. So, yes, I um, it proves the strength of their brand icons. It, it proves the strength and memorability of their payoff line. That I need only need two words to to fill the, the picture. But I feel yeah, but it. It feels like it's that. It feels like a brand flex. Um, feels like a quiz rather than emotionally engaging or storytelling to me. I think that you know a lot of people are playing with um, with their brand iconography, and but it falls falls a little bit to me short of the Heinz, you know, draw the draw Heinz the, when people were able to just draw unprompted a Heinz brand or the McDonald's, the you know, the arches that point you to where the deliveries the delivery are with the nearest store. It is just a demonstration of the power of their iconography. And yeah, and then the, the last thing is I was kind of wondering, 
what did that person who was didn't have get to finish the line do with all that spare time? It's, it didn't evoke a strong mm. feeling of laying It wasn't down much time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. All those three seconds that mm. they saved not finishing the line, what did they how did they indulge themselves? So it didn't carry the emotional weight of a of a break. So strong brand flex, but I kind of missed a bit of the emotional storytelling or its reason. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with Nick again. The um it's a it's a decent piece of work. The I just don't have the same response that I had with the original poster, you know, the one with the ladder and the install. And, and, and the reason for that is because I think there isn't a, as much of a truth or an insight into it. You know, it's, um, it's easier to relate to a worker having gone on, on his break than seeing a digital screen not <laughs> finishing what they're supposed to be. You know, you don't have the same connection, right? The um, Having said that, uh, it's still, I would imagine that in, again, in the world, it would still be very engaging because it doesn't look like an ad. It's just a big slab of red with two words. And, uh, and I think he would stand out for that reason. That in terms of, uh, you know, the crowdedness around it and what would work or not work. I think you would look up. I think he would pay attention. But I, 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 I agree with Nick. I think the, the, the payoff is not as nice uh, or as strong as the original poster. And again, it's one of those lines that have become, we were talking about Marmite last week, about um, love it or hate it. And it's one of those taglines that's become part of the common vernacular. Um, so it is just difficult to keep coming up with new, I don't know how, I don't know how old Kit Kat's um, Take a Break is. Um, but obviously, there is that difficulty of elevating it each time. Yeah, it must be several decades. But the, uh, I, th- I think, yeah, but there's there's always um, uh, that. To, to to me, it shows the the benefit of building a brand and building the, the equity of a brand, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that that just makes you different to the competition. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as far as you know, keeping things fresh, I think that's the role of you know, planning and creatives. It's like the world in 2023 wasn't the same in 2019 or, or you know, or 1982, whenever that was. And uh, there will there will be a way to make it feel like whatever you're doing for that brand feels of that time and relevant mm. of that time. The uh, back, back then, uh, out of home was probably the best medium to hear that message, whereas you know, now I would argue that that execution probably would have had maybe more potency if it had been done on social or on digital because it would have been more relevant or you could have been more relevant or more tactical with it. And I think using the, you know, the when and the where uh, a bit more smartly. But um, no, I, th- I think there's a there's so much goodness about long-term platforms and what you can do with it. I definitely think it's one of the one of the few things that make a brand different to um, to the competition. Oh, 100%. And as you say, this is a strong addition to that power of that that thing. But it's the 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 the, re- the real power. As you say, it's that ladder. It's the ladder on the billboard that tells you that backstory of what the break that's being taken is, and I, and, and that's probably that backstory, that emotional part of the what you're taking a break from is mm. is missing and absolutely keep going with that. 
That's all we've got time for. Thanks to Lawrence Simon and Nick Holly for joining us today to discuss some recent ads, to Ethan Carlin and campaign's own Shauna Lewis. And thank you to you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about what we've been discussing, please visit our website, campaignlive.co.uk. Details of our subscriptions are available at www.campaignlive.co.uk forward slash membership. If you enjoyed this episode of the Campaign Podcast, please follow us, like us and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. A big thank you to Haymarket Studio Manager Nav Pal and to our producer Aidan Lyons from Rethink Audio. And also to you for listening. I hope you'll join us next time. On behalf of the campaign team, goodbye.